Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Popcorn and Monsters Chapter 1 The tight-knit line of the darkening forest matched the tightness in his lungs. This all came from one letter, one piece of yellowing, crinkled parchment. The irregular rhythm of his stumbling feet matched that of his breathing. The ground under the pads of his unsteady gait crunched through the packed snow like the paper did when his guilt-filled fingers balled the wrinkled mail in the living room of his home. His faraway home. The night sky looked down on him, its darkness ambivalent to his woes as he stumbled through the shock of that night. His luck, he decided, was based on the idea that the sins of the father really, really screwed up the son. He had trekked to Romania to attend the will reading through his misplaced guilt of being an estranged son, not for any financial reward. What he ended up being unwittingly bequeathed was cursed. Actually, physically cursed. The old woman explained to him in a very gentle, yet forceful manner. Young Talbot, she had said, you have now the cursed blood of your father in your veins, and you are now the werewolf. Obviously he'd laughed at her, though not in a mocking way. She simply smiled through his laughter and walked away from him, quite quickly now that he thought about it. Intent on getting away from this freaky village as soon as he could, he set about returning to his room in the five-star bed and breakfast. The five stars being the ones you could see through the hole in the roof. It was an old joke, but young Talbot liked it. However... He didn't make it to the B&B. The pain started in his head and then spread like hot lava throughout his body. A surging, insisting agony that made the time he stood on an upturned plug feel like a tickle. He wanted to scream. He wanted to call for help. All he could do was fall to his knees and beg to a hopefully existing God for some kind of mercy or explanation, or help, if he wasn't too busy, thank you. This begging sounded something like, Ow! 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 Bloody ow! Ow! He lay panting on the dry snow, wondering what the hell was going on. Food poisoning? Sudden body migraine? Allergy to snow? He wanted to scream, but the energy had fled from him and all he could do was wince and yelp as the pain seemed to control his body. How could things get worse, he wondered. And then his bones started to change. His body twisted and contorted. He thrashed as if he was being tasered. Bones started cracking. His fingers lengthened, knuckles shifting to a more canine angle. His feet matched that of his hands, growing longer, cracking into place. 
His thrashing body became a blur, like an angry shark caught in a line of steel. If an observer had been watching, not only would they have discovered the real meaning of fear, they would have been watching a melting template of a human being. Young Talbot had long gone past the excruciating agony, and mentally he panned away from the disturbing scene unfolding on the cold and dark landscape. He seemed to watch himself in one of those out-of-body experiences that he'd seen on television, with guests who'd lived in trees and called themselves Moonbeam or Gandalf the Puce or Tofu. He watched as he turned from being human to being a, well, a wolfman. When the transformation was complete, he found himself back in his own body, which confused the hell out of him. The pain had ended, but the terror of being a freaking wolfman soon took over. Talbot lay on the snow, on his now hirsute back, the power of the situation was immense, but he actually found he could think straight. It is much easier to think straight when your feet aren't stretching from a size 9 to a size St. Bernard. He tried to remain calm, and he found this was surprisingly easy to do. He was being bombarded with the surroundings of a new world, new abilities, a new sense of... nose? The smells of the world pushed up his nostrils like passengers at rush hour on any underground. His new heightened senses picked out the musk of leaves, the soil. Eighteen feet away, a badger shook with fear. Talbot could hear the badger's heart beating rapidly. This was overridden very quickly by the noise of a distant violin. Music coming from the woods. The sweet music filled his supernaturally enhanced ears with a warm feeling that nearly melted the snow from their furry points. Staggering forward on legs that felt stronger, but that were still new, he headed towards the sound and, hopefully, friendly people inside. His enthusiasm was admirable but clumsy as he slalomed through the snow-draped trees of the forest. The music increased its volume, and this made Talbot increase his speed. Instinct was taking over. He didn't know why, but this delicious sound had ensnared him as well as any trap could. A shack came into view as Talbot rounded the thick trunk of a tree, and he found himself in a circular clearing. The shack was just that, a rundown shack boarded windows and a crooked porch that framed a wooden door. With the briefest of pauses, Talbot shambled to the door and to the music. In his blind need and on new legs, he tripped on the step of the porch and with his full weight, he crashed through the door of the shack. In continuation with the night's weird events, he landed on a red beanbag chair. The violin music faded rapidly and was replaced by silence. He looked round to see who had been playing, but there was no one else there. Not one soul. 
This night was just getting weirder and weirder. Had he imagined the music? Had his mind already split from reality into delusion? No, he had heard it, but that didn't change the facts. Surely this can't be part of the Wolfman deal. You get your own cabin? Was it this place? Then his senses kicked in. He could smell meat. But this had been cooked a while ago, and it was a lot less interesting to his stomach. He could still smell snow, but figured it came from his wet fur, which, unfortunately, did smell like wet dog. There was something else. Something that was odd, even for this room. There was a door. Sort of. It seemed bloody and fuzzy. But then it became as solid as a hero's jaw. With a pulsating brow, young Talbot got a huge hit right up his nostrils. As soon as the door had become solid, he could smell belief. He didn't know how he knew it was belief, or what kind of belief, but it was, and it smelled a lot like popcorn. As the scent filled him, he was reminded of trips to the cinema, watching films that he loved, and all of a sudden the fear and confusion that had been rampaging through his spirit was quelled. He wanted to know, no, he had to know, who or what was creating this feeling within him, and they were beyond the door. Just as he was about to push his relaxed body off the beanbag, time seemed to slow. This was in no way to do with the tension or excitement of the situation. Time actually slowed. His ascent from the squishy chair became the speed of a climactic fight in any cliched action movie. Wolfie, he felt he needed an alter ego name, saw the ceiling open and very slowly through it descended a giant figure. The sight of the huge body filled Wolfie's vision and he tried to get out of the way. Slowly. He didn't have to worry, however, because the body was falling at the same slow speed. So, feeling brave, Wolfie sat and waited with cradled arms. As whatever it was fell closer, the air filled with the sound of a harp strings being stroked by a light hand. As the chord reached its gentle crescendo, time started to speed up, and as the figure landed in Wolfie's now slightly crushed lap, Everything resumed normal service. Wolfie instantly smelled terror and looked in shock into the face of a hideous creature. A creature with a slightly rectangular head and what seemed to be bolts at either side of his neck. This scarred monstrosity finally registered Wolfie's presence and promptly burst into tears. This is the beginning of a series that I'd like to continue called Popcorn and Monsters. If it goes across well enough, I'll carry on with it. So any feedback would be welcome. I'll speak to you again. 
Bye for now.